0: This podcast is proudly supported by Drama Victoria. Hello and welcome to The Aside, a podcast for drama teachers and students. I'm Nick Waxman and today we are speaking with Zach Alemo from Richmond High. He is also a member of the Drama Victoria Committee of Management. He is responsible for the portfolios of community engagement and membership. Zach and I had a conversation about a project Richmond High is working on. Rather than a school production, like a play or a musical, they are actually developing a school film, and they are able to develop and work on this while in isolation. Zach and I talk about a number of things the students are doing, the next step they're going to take, what the process looks like, and what the end product may be. This episode was not recorded in the studio, so the audio quality is not as high as it usually is. Without any further ado, I bring you Zach Alemo. please welcome to the podcast, Zach. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hi, Zach. Thank you for being with us today. We really appreciate it. You've got an exciting project that I'm really keen to hear more about.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, as you said, at Richmond, we are uh, kind of venturing into the world of film. I guess we're a relatively new school. We only opened up in sub 2018. And, yeah, we only had a uh, bunch of year sevens I joined the following year in 2019 um, so yeah currently at this point we've only got three year levels and last year we did a we did a junior musical which was great but then we were kind of like oh we want to do something else we want to kind of think about yeah how we include I guess maybe some more kids that maybe usually wouldn't do performing arts and so we decided yeah at the start of this year that we were going to do a yeah feature film
0: well, that's pretty cool. That's a great idea. And you're in a pretty unique position with only being open for a few years. Do you feel like you've got more flexibility to move because you're not either restrained um, from years of tradition and you've also got all this brand new energy? Or is there something I'm missing that's actually stopping work from progressing or things from happening?
1: Well, I think it's kind of a mix of everything you just said. I think that's one reason why I ended up going to Richmond was because it was a new school and the opportunity to open up a new school. Because when I when I got there... There was no drama for the kids um, in year seven. And when I, I guess the reason why I applied was because it was a drama position to take over year seven and eight. So when I got there, they also introduced music and a couple of other subjects. So yeah, I remember when I got there, I spoke to the principal that we had at the time, Colin Simpson, and he basically said, you know, I want to open up drama music, get performing arts going, and I want to also do some sort of production of some sort. Um, he was uh the he was a principal of oh, what was it um vcas actually and so he was pretty big on the arts yeah another great thing guess um but yeah essentially with um with us yeah there's a lot of flexibility like I, we I, I was kind of the only one <laughs> there i guess creating performing arts and creating the drama department so there was a lot of yeah agency for me to make some decisions around what that was um that being the, said
0: uh, yeah, yeah go on
1: Oh, well, I was going to say like that being said, I guess, you know, with the having the flexibility, there's also that whole like, Oh, what actually are we going to do? Like, what, do, what, you know, what's our budget? How does that even work? And yeah, we kind of found out that, well, I found out that um, it's all self-funded. So we have to basically fundraise all the money that we, we need to put on whatever we have to, whatever we want to do.
0: Yeah. I see. And, and you even decided on this feature film, I'm going to guess before COVID hit, like your plan was to do this feature film.
1: Yeah, it's, and isn't that insane? I mean, I remember when we did the musical, the reason why we decided to do the feature film, like I said before, you know, to open up to other students. But the other reason was is because just doing a musical every year was actually quite intense, as you probably know, you know, putting on a full-fledged or even even like a junior version can be quite massive, um, especially when we're such a small school as well. So,
0: um. I get yeah. it. You're preaching to the confederate. I totally understand. Uh,
1: yeah, you, yeah, we you're do totally, three yeah.
0: co-curricular productions and a number of others each year, so I totally get it.
1: It's insane. So I guess for us, yeah, I just kind of thought about, you know, what else can we do that might be, be a, you know, a little bit less resource and time heavy. Um, and you chose and- a
0: feature film. That's another <laughs> incredible uh, feat uh, to produce a feature film. And the plan has obviously changed since you initially conceived of it. So what are you yes. What are you doing at the moment? Are you starting from scratch? Are you using um, what you did before? Can you talk about what's going on at the moment?
1: Yeah, so what's going on at the moment is we're actually just focusing on script writing. So uh, we have put together a, a team of students to write uh, our script and work on that for most of this term. So originally we... Because I only really have put a lot of the stuff together throughout term one, just kind of organising... Um, you know, Know, what essentially what the concept was going to be and how how we were going to put it together. And I have to say, like I do have to say this, I have to give massive credit to Emma McCulloch from Thornbury because she um, and her performing arts team had put together their feature film last year at Thornbury. And we basically have been chatting, and she's given me a lot of fantastic ideas. So I have to shout her out and say this just didn't just come from me. Obviously, it's you know it's ideas from from everywhere, but she's definitely um, someone who I spoke to heaps about it. But yeah, I guess in terms of thinking about isolation and COVID and remote learning and how we're doing it it's actually it's actually the perfect time for it now because we can work on the script kind of underneath it all and yeah so we've had a couple of you know I think we've had three meetings with our student um, our script writing student team and we did kind of a bit of a concept zoom meeting we talked about what we wanted to do and then basically what we've done is is that we've split off those script writers to yeah like write Um, kind of a a mini story within the bigger story, if that makes sense. Right, like a Uh, subplot? Yeah, basically. So there's one bigger plot. Like, I guess the idea that we've got is we're doing a mockumentary film and it's going to be about uh, the election of a school captain. So we're kind of following these subplots of these candidates is basically the way we're going to frame it. And so each each. Uh, I guess student scriptwriter has a subplot around that candidate to write about. And then we're going to kind of bring it all together.
0: Right. That sounds so like fun. And it's something totally relatable that the students will get. There's heaps of different reference material online and films they can watch that are somewhat similar. And then they can put their own unique um, you know, spin on it because they're living their own Richmond high life with this brand new school. Like that's really exciting concept. Yeah. It's re- relatable age appropriate and um, something that the students can just run with.
1: Well, I guess that's been the most interesting thing about this process. And I guess having this student writing team is that they came up with all of those ideas. We, we kind of, I think myself and another teacher, um, Georgina Bull, we kind of talked about, um, you know, what, what would be a good format or genre for, especially for their first kind of film. And we thought mockumentary was a good one because it can kind of be a little bit, you know, handheld. It can be a little bit, um Yeah, it just be a little bit more homemade in in the sense. So it it just keeps resources particularly low. And then from there, the kids came up with the rest of it. So like, as you said, you know, they kind of made the decision that it should be somehow school-based. They can talk about stereotypes, archetypes, characters that they maybe have seen and know. Uh, And then, you know, even thinking about how we kind of infuse some Richmond High stuff into it as well, just like little references because we've got to think about who our audience is. We're not, you know, we're screening it to... Families and students and teachers of Richmond High School. So it's got to be, I guess, relatable for them. Yeah, you
0: can write it exactly for your context. So this is a time where in jokes and things like that are going to be totally appropriate. Those references. Absolutely. A satire can be really specific and precise. And I think that's really fun. And it's okay that it doesn't appeal to the world because it's going to be something special that they can hold on to
1: yeah well i think that that's the that's the the cool thing about this situation as well like we talked about i think we should keep it flexible too because we obviously don't know what the rest of the year is going to look like and how we're going to do it but we've got a couple of things just around this concept as well so you know the the kind of plan moving forward we we kind of i've said to them we want to get the script you know mostly put together by week five week six and then we kind of figure out the casting process. And the other great thing about, I don't know, putting on a film and being in a situation is that we can put out an audition call and get kids to, yeah, you know, film themselves doing an audition tape, which... Yeah, we're, doing, know, that for, we're
0: yeah. doing that for our school musical, that our 9 to 12 musical. So we're oh, really? is that how you're doing using Teams or Zoom or whatever you want to call it. But, yes, we're using Teams to do our auditions so we can do live auditions and give feedback as well. And if people can't use teams for whatever reason in that moment, they can always send an audition tape, but we really wanted to be able to give that feedback, that live feedback and see how they respond to direction. So yeah, I think that's exactly the way to go at the moment. And it's not that much different from being in the room with them really.
1: No, not at all. And I think the format being, I guess for us film, the focus is their, I guess their, their chat to camera and their, you know, their work to the camera. So yeah, I think in that sense, it kind of lends itself to it. So yeah, I guess f- moving forward from the script is, yeah, we'd move into the casting process and just, you know, I remember I spoke to Emma about, I kind of said to her, like, how did you put together the rest of the teams? Um, you know, like the editing and the, the camera crew, makeup crew, et cetera. And part of that, you know, putting out the audition, um, casting information will be also putting out some crew information. We, um, I basically just did a bit of a survey earlier in the year around just ga- gauging interest from all of the kids and 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 how they wanted to be involved. And we, we got a we got a really good reaction, actually, a better reaction than we got the, the, the musical. And I think that was actually really interesting to see. Just.
0: Well, and a lot more students know film and TV than they know musical. Like a lot of people might have never have seen a musical ever in their lives. Not even yeah. live performance before, but they've all been on YouTube. They've all seen a mockumentary. They've all watched something like the office or something that copied from it or, you know, prank patrol or whatever that they're doing at the moment. Like we all have a reference for a mockumentary. We don't all have musical as a reference. I think it's a great idea.
1: Yeah. It's, I think you think you've hit them out on the head just and I also think film and TV is one of those things that they they don't, they kind of, you know, subconsciously know it as well. Like I think about when we have kids for, because I'm also a media teacher and when I have kids for media, I find that it is such an accessible subject for kids and they don't even realise it. They get to the subject and they think like, I don't know what this is. And then immediately they're like, oh, wait a second. I actually know more about this than I think. And yeah, I think that's part of it as well with offering it this kind of film format. Because yeah, there's just a lot of kids that I saw pop up I was like, wow! I I wouldn't have imagined you to, yeah, I guess, you know, put your hat on ring or or be interested, which was really fantastic to see.
0: So it's student-driven in terms of creativity and concept and story. It's teacher-supported. It's so far online in terms of the scripting. Are you going to continue online after the audition phase as well? Like, if this this if this episode's yeah. all all about online, what's the next plan online-wise?
1: Well, I guess after the casting and the um you know, doing the, the auditions via film. I guess a conversation I've had with the scriptwriters, but also just with um, the other teachers involved is, you know, what happens after, just in case. And we were thinking about the concept that we're going with. I mean, this idea of the candidates, right, going for the school captaincy. I think that there is a way to film some things at home and working out how we might do that. So I was planning on looking at, um, yeah, just kind of how putting together that, that camera team, like the, the, the group that I guess would be interested in doing some camera work and looking into those apps where you can kind of record off your devices and how you might play around with that. There's a lot of really interesting technology and I've, I've still yet to look at it um, in, in more detail, but I think that's the kind of plan that would be after. Um, Yes, Adobe
0: Spark is something they could use, I think, to be able to edit right on their devices. And then you could easily do, um, you know, campaigns from the bedroom. You know, the students doing their ad ad campaign and campaigning for, for, did you say president or captain? You know, doing that from isolation. I think that's totally doable. Especially everyone knows the context, so it's going to be totally fine. Watching students film in their you know immediate neighborhood, lots of selfie style stuff, and then the editors can go to town with stock footage and images from Richmond High and things like that. You know, I think that can be super fun. Even just voiceover over footage, I think that that can be done really easily and
1: quickly. Absolutely. It's interesting you say that as well. We talked about kind of, you know, these characters, right, they almost have a, a bunch of sub-characters around them or, like, those kind of minor characters that might be there, like, their campaign team or, you know, those those characters that kind of circle their world and how they might be involved. And we, we talked about why, we, why why wouldn't we embrace, you know, if we are in home, like, if we are at home and we're still in that position, I think we should absolutely play up to that situation. You know, yeah, do the candidacy videos from, from home, but there should be, why can't we record, similar to like a Mean Girls phone conversation scene. Uh, yeah, where absolutely, we do that be a the Zoom. split screen
0: like thing. That. Yeah, absolutely
1: absolutely like play up to it i mean
0: and even a zoom meeting or a team meeting where they're all getting online on face they're all facetiming each other and using those filters and being distracting and we we can get a really strong sense of people just by the the filters they choose and the angle (laughs) in which they're they're viewing themselves or the environment they're in when they're having that chat i think you can it would be interesting if you doubled down on this quarantine experience and made it you know
1: and looking at and the purpose of leadership
0: under quarantine, like why do we need a school captain when when we're all in quarantine? Although that, you know, yeah. that might be taking it too far because there are great student leadership things happening, but I'm just saying it could be interesting.
1: No, it's a, but like, why not play into it? You're right. Double down on it. But it'd be really interesting to see as well, what would happen if, yeah, if we actually do go back in like a term three, for example, and we've got this, I don't know, it's almost like a capture in time. Right. And I think that's what, we've been talking about heaps with the script writing team and just the people who are involved so far is that this is, you know, it, once we get this really up and running, once we've got the script done, it's really going to be, yeah, like a time capsule moment, I find. Of,
0: of and even if you film some it, of it, it and edit, edit some of it while while in quarantine and the rest of it's not, they're, they're still, you know, actively contributing to a creative concept and doing something and doing something meaningful and feeling like a community. And I think that's, but mainly, the point of maintaining these co-curricular activities is that we're keeping the community alive.
1: Mm. And I think that's where, you know, I think about Richmond and and the discussions we've had as a staff. But I also think these are the discussions that we've been having at our Drama Vic meetings. And just the the thing that I keep I keep hearing come up in the drama teaching community is this idea that you know what drama does best is that it connects people obviously we've had up until this point been able to do that in a classroom or even you know within our own drama teaching circles but i think one thing that the performing arts and one thing that drama can still do and still aim to do in these times is to yeah aim to make sure that we're connecting with each other because you know whether or not a kid can finish a task online it, like it, what's more important is that they're able to still, yeah, stay, I guess, attached to their school community and attached to their peers and attached to their their teachers as much as I guess they were when they were face-to-face.
0: Absolutely. And so are they using online collab docs like, I mean, Google Docs and Microsoft collab documents and OneNote to write these scripts together or are they are they really writing in isolation or is it a mix of different things that they're doing?
1: uh so we're using i've set up a google classroom for the script writing team Mm -hmm. which i asked them what they i guess were liking we're we're a bit of a google school so i think that's where that came from uh but yeah we've i've just opened up google classroom i've said i've been just you know posting like little youtube clips that are related to kind of the concept you know you mentioned before things like the office um the movie election yeah things like that just posting links and things and then yeah i've set up some google docs and they've set up their own little kind of individual ones with the other thing uh, uh, the other teacher who's working with me came up with the idea for them to have kind of like a script consultant so like a another script writer to look over their work and you know kind of check over it and, and give them guidance and obviously we'll be there to support them as well but uh we just felt that it, it might give them that that peer support as well because I found that with the script writers we've got there they're very they're quite strong and they're they're very you know driven and want to do the work on their own but also I think they're also a, a group of kids that know each other quite well so I think they'd be comfortable sharing their work too yeah.
0: and they also need support from a mentor or a teacher or something like that so uh, the the f- next fun task might be a collaborating on your their own campaign uh, their, their little 30 second campaign at that might be a fun little mini project to get done before you get back to school anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, That could that's be fun definitely. to write that and say, then put a bunch of hilarious um, campaign videos up from around the world. Cause I know there's, a, there's quite a few hysterical ones um, purposeful or not.
1: Yeah. Well that's, um, I think we also just talked about, I, I guess with the concept we went with is like, we've got the, you know, the stereotypes around, you know, the school archetypes, but how do we play into kind of, you know, if they're running for a certain candidacy, how do sorry candidacy? How do we play into uh, you know the political climate at the moment? How do we play off the characters that we see? Yeah,
0: are they going to be mirrored? Is there going to be a Bernie a Bernie Sanders of Richmond High and a Trump of 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 Richmond High and a, and a you know a Scomo? Like, are we going to see them mirrored, or is it going to be nothing like that at all?
1: I I think that there will be a bit of that. I, I, I we talked we talked a bit about it, and I, it seemed like they had mentioned those characters and and some sort of reference I think we talked about things we talked about this idea of there being kind of that like teacher's pet um you know grade a student very very passionate um almost like that kind of woke um archetype uh you know super social justice activist and then you've got you know that character that maybe is just super popular and doesn't really work really hard but somehow you know just manages to get you know a lot of traction from uh, for votes and all that kind of stuff. And then we also talked about the idea of there being like illegal dealings to get votes and, and playing into that. Um, yeah, but
0: manipulating the principal to make it happen, right? All you, all you need, uh, the, uh, yeah, the richest parent in the room dangling a, a fishing line of cash to say, hey, maybe they could be school captain. Who knows?
1: Absolutely. And I think, yeah, and it's, especially around the, the I guess, those political figures that we see, there's, yeah, there's just, there's a lot of ways that we can connect those those into what's going on. And I think, I I remember, you know, us kind of saying to them, I think, once again, look at at the political figures now and think about how we can put that into, you know, what we're doing, particularly now, because once again, I think, you know, if we're going to double down on that idea of being in isolation, you know, we might as well connect it to, what's yeah there's the people that are around right now and, and how they're kind of coping with you know running countries and running running government
0: yeah absolutely and uh i think the fun thing about this concept too is that basically any school although you might be upset if they've stolen your your idea but every school school could do this kind of film with this kind of concept a mockumentary run for captaincy that all be incredibly different and they would all oh, like their own communities and uh, their own political biases and, and things they want to say. So I think it would be interesting. I'd love to see, you know, five different schools um, come together on something like this. That, that would be really awesome to watch all the different versions. Not sure if that's going to happen, but the great thing about that concept is it's not just for a specific student in a specific moment in time. I think it's a really great idea.
1: Mm. And you're right around the idea that any school could do it and they would just be producing a completely different product because I think, that's that's the real beauty of it and that's what would make it so student driven is because it would naturally be very specific to that school and so i guess yeah it it would play off that idea of kids knowing their world and then being able to connect a new skill right like that's what we're trying to get kids to do is find things that they're passionate in and connect it to the world that they're aware of and you know being able to draw it out from there i guess
0: Cool. That sounds really awesome. I look forward to seeing uh, how it goes and maybe uh, we can uh, post the finished product at some point or get, or get a bit of an update from you in, in a few months to see how that's going.
1: I would I would love to share that with you. I was actually, I just remembered something off the top of my head that we're going to do as well. Mm-hmm. Um, once we actually, you know, have the script finished and start doing that audition casting, the other thing I was going to get um, some of the teams to work on once we've got them sorted is then making, kind of doing a trailer competition. So we send some of the early footage that we've got um, to the editing team and we do a post out almost like for just people to make their own trailers and then we kind of do it as a competition. And then, you know, the one that maybe is chosen, we, we then make our official trailer, but we've actually got all these kind of trailers coming in and it becomes like kind of an engaging competition.
0: That's people super can fun what a great yeah, idea so, and it's so achievable small goals make it happen i think that's great
1: yeah and like the idea i got this totally i chatting to emma about it because i think she did it at thornbury but yeah it's a matter of like you give them access to the footage that you've got so far and then you say with that footage make a trailer you can put in whatever font text music whatever you want that you think is going to work for our concept and then yeah like we can show them all and we might even be able to just post them on our on our school socials like all of them yeah, and people absolutely. we just have multiple trailers that come out like it doesn't really matter um but it just gets yeah that editing team working i think a little bit sooner than just waiting till all of it's finished as well
0: and there's heaps of those kind of fiverr fiverr based youtube videos where the the creative has gone to fiverr and gotten a $5 um, editing package to a $500 editing package and there's this you know all these 15 second ads and gives you you know 100 different ideas of how you could put together a short trailer and that's right mm. there and accessible for them it's so it's so accessible it's so relatable it's a great idea i think it's going to fly i look forward to seeing more about that
1: yes thank you oh. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how it's going to turn out as well
0: well thank you so much for your time
1: today zach alemo thank you nick loved hey. coming on it big fan as you know <laughs> yeah never
0: at all. Thank you, Zach Alamo, for giving us your time. That is all from us at The Aside. We have a load of episodes in the bank, so feel free to go through those and find one that piques your interest. We have over 250 episodes, and now we have almost 50,000 individual listens, so thank you to all those people listening to The Aside. If you would like to contact us, please do not hesitate to send us an email at asidepodcast at outlook.com, or you can find us on Facebook at The Aside Podcast. Thank you to Eltham College for letting us record here, to Aaron Searle for providing the music, to Drama Victoria for their ongoing support, and of course, thank you for listening.